This is Jason Spizak, and I play the Joker and Kid Flash and Forager and Hal Jordan and a whole bunch of other stuff. And you're watching Two Dads podcast, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Welcome, guys, to another episode of Two Dads and a Podcast, the baseball game. Yes, we're replacing we're hit, RBI hit baseball balls. because everybody hates that version, and the Switch <laughs> needs a better baseball game. So there we go. The Switch ain't getting one. No, no, no um, it's not. <laughs> no, so like we were saying, so Zack Snyder, he gets to, he gets to cut his version of the film. Honestly, it, it's about an hour, hour and a half too long. Okay, and and the ratio aspect aside, I think that's pretentious enough. You're not doing a fucking super eight. Are, are we film, cutting this know? out of the podcast? Or are you just continuing your thought there? I'm just continuing my thought because I didn't okay. get to finish. God okay, damn it, fair I will enough. finish. Like, and you, you, there are so <laughs> many unnecessary scenes that he left in, and like, god damn it, Zach. I'm sorry, Zack Snyder. I I didn't think it was that great beforehand. I mean, look back 300. It was different for the time, but it was. Dude, I loved 300. 300 was fun. You look at back at the Watchmen. That I hated that Watchmen movie. It was the most boring film I've ever seen. And and then he just you got like he's got scenes of like Jason Mimosa standing there with like the waves crashing in. Did, on did you him. just say Mimosa? Yeah. And then like he, he's just like it's so pretentious and unnecessary with the waves Jason crashing Mimosa. in. And then like he's just he's a citrusy alcoholic drink. I'm sorry, I can't get over and this. Then, <laughs> and and then you got you just have all these unnecessary fucking scenes in this movie like of like Fuck. the where superman died and it's just this five minute shot like slow pan across where superman died as somebody fucking sings about how th- they lied to us gods can die and it's so fucking pretentious all right <laughs> so the the film better than the original than the joss whedon cut but could have been a fucking hour and a half shorter god damn it i did not need to see a lot of that shit yeah it's know? all good it's it's fine but that's you why watch, we're here you, you watch it once it's been, it's been dc week all right so and let's I, let's been, intro this again let's let's go back um oh i'm leaving that in <laughs> but it, there's there's no there's no build up to it god damn it <laughs> the people need to know about the jason mimosa scene <laughs> You can bring up Jason Mimosa after after we we start talking a little bit more about what? Why can I not get my lighting down today? Did do, I change something? Whoa! That blue You're just like means it's two nuts. dads and a podcast. There, there we go. There's a new jingle. You're listening to two dads do, do, and do. a podcast. Boom. <laughs> All right. Well, this week, <laughs> this week we are continuing our. Our comic book rivalry talk that we, that we had last the week. Zack Snyder cut. We're doing the DC side. Yes, DC. Yeah, let me tell you what. Great movie. Great movie. Loved every minute of it. I would not have cut anything else out of that movie. So, who started? <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. But I will start, start with mine this week. I'll start, I'll start okay. this week. Okay. I don't remember who started last week. I don't care who started last week. I'm going to start this week. And... We're starting with my number five at with one of the bigger ones, the Justice League and Darkseid. That that whole the the and honestly, it's not because of the movie. It, well, it's not. I completely that, forgot the movie was vastly com- different from my number side, where I chose Darkseid versus the Justice League. Oh, oh, my well. number five. So let's do the fat. <laughs> 
not because of the movie, which, by the way, was perfect in every way. I would not have cut a single minute out of that Zack Snyder Not a single thing. I loved it. Not a single thing. Leave the Jason Mimosa stuff in there. Leave leave the, what's the other cat? The, uh, from Perks of Being a Wallflower. Leave him in there. Yes. You know. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Batfleck was perfect. Absolutely perfect. So. Yeah. I liked his. I liked Spoiler Justice alert. League and Dark Superman Side was in it, or or Dark Side and the Justice League, vastly this is, different. Um, <laughs> this is I honestly okay. Okay, we started off this podcast a little rough, and we need to just rein it in now. Let's, okay, let's time to let's, rein it in. Let's talk for real. Dark right. Side is a Dark Side's a god. How do you? Dark Side him? is a god. He, he is. You know, um, he's like, a, from the apocalypse uh planet and he's from a planet named apocalypse of course he's good it's going to be evil even there they see him as as the 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 best the strongest you know and and earth's the only place he can't conquer right it's for some reason for some reason he just he can't conquer the planet with the weakest sentient beings right because minus minus the justice Justice League. league yes um i mean okay so Dark side, his whole thing is he wants the anti-life equation because he wants to bend Oh, and he gets it. All buddy. of he life gets it. in the universe <laughs> to his will. Like he he wants everybody to he wants to control everybody. And that's his whole thing. And he for whatever reason he needs stuff on Earth for it. And Justice League says no. Yeah, that's they got a- the equation and you ain't getting it. That's no, bad. And and the crazy thing is like <laughs> You can't escape him. He's inescapable. He, but he there really are is. Two people who managed to escape his powers, and that's a guy whose superpower literally is to escape things, and then the other one's Batman. <laughs> so well, it's because it's Batman. <laughs> you give Batman enough time to plan for stuff, and you can't do anything against him. And, and so, I mean, he get, he just gets fumbled up, you know, all, every single time. But it's a fun little battle, you know, when. You think about like Marvel versus DC as a whole. They've always had the, they started pumping out these God figures one and, after the other. You know, there's always at least one mega ultimate God like purple man. And dark side just happens yeah. to be the DC purple man. And yeah. <laughs> you know what, what I like about this too is dark side. He's not just a, somebody who pops up for a little bit here and there. And, but he's a big rival. It's, the new 52 comics, literally the the penultimate story, like the whole story of the new 52 comics is this giant dark side war and it, them going up against him constantly, 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 constantly. And, you know, even in the cartoons, he was always there. And dark side is not opposed to working with his enemies for a short period to get what he wants. And then, of course, he right. turns on them immediately because that's that's what evil people do. But that's that's what I like about this rivalry is that they will work together to fight bigger and badder enemies and then go right back to headbutting. And I, and well, I love I, that. It's, it's always it's like watching having Galactus or Thanos or Apocalypse. You you just always come back to that guy that mm-hmm. you have to have a big, big baddie to, to fight. Yeah. So what's your number four? My number four. Teen Titans and Slade. And I have Slade specifically mentioned because yeah. in the, the, the animated series, they don't call him by his actual name. They don't call him Deathstroke because of, you know, censoring things. You know, it's a kid's show. You don't want to say Deathstroke. 
I, you don't, don't want to make kids have a stroke and die. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Teen Titans and Deathstroke was especially, and this is honestly because of the animated series, 100% because of the animated series. Dig it. I loved him being the main villain. And he was the villain, the overarching antagonizing antagonist for all five seasons. Like he was the main villain all the way throughout, even if he wasn't present. I know he was was horrible, especially in the porn parodies. He's just a bad dude every (laughs) every step of the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, he was so manipulating. I, I love that. Yeah. I do like the Teen Titan version of his costume for sure. And the thing is like he was so, he was an incredibly evil villain. And you know, of course villains are evil. That's their whole thing. But he straight up like uh in season 2 with Terra, he would gaslight her and you know, essentially like turn her to his side to be his apprentice by feeding on her insecurities and it, it it was just a really fun thing and him constantly coming up. I remember the episode where uh, like Robin almost dies because of this like dust gas stuff that popped up and caused him to start hallucinating. And it, it was just a fantastic yeah. overall, you know, going back and forth between the Teen Titans and Slade that I, I had to have this one on my list. So what's your number four? Oh, yeah, my number four is reverse flash versus flash. Nice. And it's one of the oldest, you know, this goes all the way back to the golden age era, man. And it's just, it's a, each iteration. Cause you know, there's what, five, six, seven flashes. Now there, there's, there's different flashes. There's, there's a few, there's a through, few through the <laughs> comic book history. And there are just as many reverse flashes. And it's just crazy. Even within the, like, as the, you get further into time where reverse flash it goes back into time, goes forward into time. He gets stuck in in the the time, the dimension. And when he when when they sp- uh, fucking break the sound barrier, he gets stuck in that dimension, and it drives him crazy. And he's always going. He, it's too much to keep up with, but it's so fucking cool. And his <laughs> see, I'll costume, admit that's that's one that I, I I'm not as familiar with. Besides the the fact that Reverse Flash exists and he wears yellow and red instead of red and yellow. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> originally he was just making a darker version of the Flash universe uniform, and he just he becomes obsessed with the Flash, like obsessed and. He realizes like he's he creates these time paradoxes and in order for him to exist, he's got to let the flash exist in a certain way. But then somehow he's in a paradox where he can (laughs) kill the flash and still be the anti flash. And it's a lot. Welcome to comic books. folks. Welcome to comic books where nothing makes sense and everything makes sense. But eventually he does come across that that yellow suit and it's very cool. And I don't know, maybe someday he'll be able to make a movie about it that makes sense. I doubt but it. Probably but not. We can try. We can try. Yeah. <laughs> so my number three. Uh, my number three is a classic Superman and Lex Luthor. It's another one that kinda it kinda had nice. to be on my list. Um, yeah. just because when you think Superman, the number one villain you think of is Lex Luthor. 
always. Right. And, it, and it's for a good, honestly, good reason. I, I didn't, I left this one off the list and it, it's not for any crazy reason uh, other than I just, I, I had others that ranked a little bit ahead of it because right on. I, I liked them a little more, but it's usually the most iconic. One of the most iconic. Yeah. Universe. And honestly, like with this rivalry, I love the depiction in Smallville and how it kind of grew into what it is. And, you know, them being friends and, you know, yeah. the the whole Lex wanting to know who Superman is and Clark trying to stay friends with them. And, you know, there was just this immediate rivalry between them. And and I love that depiction of it. And so many times they've worked together for various things. And, but Lex, in the end, he's just he's corrupt. And his whole goal is to literally just see the downfall of Superman because he doesn't believe there should be a Superman, you know, well, like the, it's interesting. Cause there's a, there's a few different representations of how he comes about the original. He's just there. He's a mad scientist, Luther. Yep. And, and then the one I like a little bit more is just him being, being raised and being this businessman and uh, just thinking he can do it the best thinking he can run the world better than anybody. Really, well, I mean, he Trump does eventually it. become the president, so... Right. Really just Donald Trump in it, um, but with <laughs> a lot more intelligence and charisma. So, nothing like... Right, but that idea of, I can do it the best, and... Okay, okay, that, that's I, fair, I that's fair. I mean, he is a business mongle, like, he is a major businessman, and he just, you know, wants to control you everything. Mongol or mogul? Yes. <laughs> the one I the one I don't like though is one of the newer ones where he grows up poor and broken and just is this sleaze ball that they actually did draw him like he looked like Dr Donald Trump uh, with the what? orange hair and everything. <laughs> oh, they sort of did that on purpose uh, before he eventually loses his hair. But <laughs> I, I don't. Then he's just like this sleaze ball, like sort of like. I don't know, sort of gangster feeling, dude. I, I just like the older versions best. I, I like where he's a business mogul and... Uh, Are you sure uh, not a mongrel? I like the, the mongrels. <laughs> Is that politically correct to say? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll cut that out. I have the power. But yeah, like, it, it's... It's just an iconic meetup, and there's so many different ways, like he, like uh, Felix said, that they... they have their rivalry there and it depends on the author depends on the the story that's happening but there's always a superman versus lex luthor in some way or another in every universe whether superman's the villain or not you know because there there's the the whole injustice story where you know an alternate lex actually wants to help the justice league and super you know it's it's just all kinds of crazy and I don't know. It, it's just so iconic. It, it had to be on my list. Mine is uh, Ross Al Ghul and Batman. Nice. There, yeah, yeah a that's a good one. That's a good uh, one. Respect here. And or, or how did they pronounce it in the, the Dark Knight trilogy? The Ra's al Ghul? I don't remember. I don't, I don't it's know. It's been a while since I watched those ones. Uh, I only watched num the, the number two, the one with Heath Ledger. Well, I mean, that is by far the best one, so. Yeah, but this one, like, it e it even gets romantic, not between them, but between, but, I mean, between the daughter, daughter Thalia. And, and Ross Aragul, he eventually even fights his own grandson. 
Like, yeah, who, what? what, didn't his grandson become, who, who, who was he, the, the Nightwing? The Grand Poobah of the Shriners, I think he was. I thought, I thought the, the Thalia baby became Nightwing and then Batman at some point. I was making a joke. Oh, it fell, <laughs> it fell pretty flat. Uh, wrong audience, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm your only audience, audience at the moment, 40. so... <laughs> 40 years older no uh but it was it was a good one it was mutually mutual respect and just constantly uh, much better done in the comic books and even for its short span through the animated series where it was sprinkled in than it's ever been sort of depicted in movies but i liked it yeah yeah uh i mean what ross al ghul actually like trained batman and like there there was this like almost like mentor level relationship between them too so that it was much more deep-seated than some others where it's just a villain who pops up you know yeah so i like that i like that one i wasn't expecting to see brings us to number two doesn't it it does it does my number two is one of my favorite superheroes and has been since i was a kid and that's Green Lantern and Sinestro. I love this one. I I do do. too. You want to know the only reason it's not like number three on my list is just because you forgot because you've done that because he spent so much time (laughs) not being a rival. You know, it's he spent like a vast majority of his life. He was a rival to anybody. He was a Green Lantern and it wasn't until he started to use fear and realized fear was a more powerful, you know, at least seemingly more powerful source of energy, you know, that, you know, he was a Green Lantern and he ended up going back and taking over his his own home planet and becoming a well, dictator. He, he, he trained Hal Jordan. Yeah. They worked together for a long time. They but were good friends. Eventually, for a long time. you know, Sinestro, he, he turned yellow, he turned yellow, his suit turned yellow. He stayed red. Yeah, <laughs> or pink, but yeah, <laughs> purple. I don't know. Depends on the lighting. But, I mean, he wasn't just a Green Lantern. He's well respected. He was a veteran Lantern, uh, one of the one of the best uh, for the longest time. They saw the way he was running things. Uh, he just he, he, told he ended in up sector. Let's I I can protect you if we're all in one place. Yep, and I can keep and, you safe. And everybody thought he, he, he eventually. Was he eventually was corrupted and he was corrupted by his own power. And, you know, he committed crimes against his own people and his own planet. And he ended up being exiled where he then had just ruling under fear. Yeah. Um, you know, and then he ended up getting a yellow power ring that used fear instead of willpower and ended up becoming one of the most ruthless and just, feared villains in existence you know he has his own he has his own ring core known as this when you say it like that when you say it like that out loud the green lantern kind of sounds silly (laughs) it's a ring that runs off of willpower i mean to be fair the the green lantern is what allows the blue lanterns to i think i can use their rings to their full capability look i i I delve deep (laughs) into the the green lantern and you know what the different rings are i just i love that you know the ring can literally do anything you fucking want it to do i like green lantern batman and white lantern batman oh those ones were pretty badass yeah yeah (laughs) 
But, you know, Sinestro, he has his own entire core, you know, and it's not the Yellow Lantern core. It's literally called the Sinestro core, which is, you know, how badass can you be? He's been running, literally running efficient societies for a very long time. Like he's, yeah, he's good but at this. he's just a little, a little corrupt and evil while at it. You know, what's the harm in that? You know, but, but <laughs> some <laughs> but yeah, people died. How, specifically how Jordan Green Lantern is his yeah. major rival. They are arch nemesis. They go head to head so many different times. And, you know, as always, they, they, you know, good guy ends up on top and everything. That's just, you know, the how how it goes. But there's just so much that goes on there, including at one point he ends up leading the the ultraviolet core, which goes beyond into the invisible spectrum of uh, of this emotion. Shit just got and weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> that's just what happens in comic books. We've been over that, but I, I just love this, the, the two going against each other and the whole, you know, it, it's so unique it's, when you see them fight. It's a really, it's a really good story. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and I love the differences in the weapons that they use, how yeah. they, you know, uh, the green lanterns will use stuff that's strong and powerful, but seemingly right. more portrayed as good even though it could be like, I, I don't know. I just love the, the combat and the way the rings work. So I, I've always liked the green lantern. So green lantern it's and Sinestro the, number two, the, their weapon choice is much better than the rainbow lantern squad that uses bunnies and uh, kisses. I mean, if it's the bunny from, from the Monty Python and the Holy grail, I look, you can have all my shit. All right. <laughs> but uh, that's what, a good one though that's what's your one. number two what's your number two my number two is deathstroke versus teen titans oh yes very different from teen titans versus slade extremely very extremely different. different very because this I, guy I noticed deathstroke. i noticed you were <laughs> uh, did i say deathstroke but i noticed you were you were a little quiet earlier when i was talking about it and i had a feeling yours had this had to be higher on your list it had to be higher up it yeah. did well, I was going to let you tell your reasons because your reasons are actually a, a, not completely different, but a little bit different. Well, like, yeah, I mean, I just I, I loved Deathstroke. I mean, he's this military experiment gone wrong. He's he's he turns incredibly into, right. If depending and, on what how you're, <laughs> <laughs> he turns into this crazy assassin who's he's 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 classic antihero. He'll mm-hmm. do, he'll take on jobs whether it's for the good guys or the bad guys. He doesn't mostly give a the bad fuck. guys though. Well, mostly. it depends on the it depends on the comics you're reading. So I mean, really, that's fair. That's fair. And it, it even gets it gets his kids killed. Uh, his wife tries to kill him because of this shit, and he just it, it spirals. And he's doing he he's just a gun for hire. He's a merc. He's an assassin. He is the inspiration for Deadpool. One of my favorite Marvel characters. He's Slade Wilson, Wade Wilson, plain suit, <laughs> Merc, uses a gun and a sir, sword, has healing powers, can predict things or not predict things before they happen, but has super quick instincts and reflexes. Mm-hmm. He was Deadpool before Deadpool. And minus the humor, minus the humor, because <laughs> Deathstroke would definitely was not right. a humorous. <laughs> Character. But it's it is it is so like they they didn't even try to hide it with Wade Wilson. 
But so Slade was just this cool dude. And so his son takes this mission to take out the Teen Titans and the Teen Titans get the better of him. That's and that's so what happens. Slade decides he will finish out the mission. And that now this is the comic off. book. Yeah. The the cartoon, there's never really a reason given for what Slade like why Slade wants the Teen Titans dead. Like well, they in, never in the, give a reason for it. Yeah, in the in the cartoons, they really just make him a dick. They yeah, just make him an asshole. But he is evil. Is he is evil as shit in and, the Teen and, Titan in, cartoon? In the comics, it's more nuanced. He doesn't mm-hmm. really have a side. He doesn't give a fuck. He's gonna, you know. And a lot of his frustration is really focused on Dick Grayson, primarily the leader of the Teen Titans. And oh yeah, it goes places, man. This rivalry it it takes you places, even in the comic books and the fucking TV show that gets dark and oh yeah, in some oh, of the yeah. movies and they're incorporating him more and more in the movies and as they should sort of, sort of teases that he he might eventually get a standalone Deadpool movie starring uh, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> it, it's really a hallmark movie <laughs> <laughs> it's well, called i mean it'll, it'll be called the journal marvel marvel ripped off dc <laughs> Instead first of the notebook. this one so dc's allowed to rip them off now <laughs> oh okay okay continue so should we just say what our number ones are well yeah because it's obvious there, there was no really? other number one than i tried I, I did too. I, I looked and every, th- there was just no rivalry that was better than this. And it's, it's Felix versus Pokemon story Snap. Ever. <laughs> the greatest romance story ever. It, oh man. It's, it's a re- relationship for the ages. And to be honest, you know, I might play the new Pokemon Snap. I don't know, but I'm still going <laughs> to hate on it every chance I get. But in all seriousness, all seriousness, there literally cannot be a battle rivalry in the DC comics than you know, Batman versus used, the Joker. I, I almost used Jared Leto as ammunition against this being the number one. <laughs> but that's not good ammunition because, because we watched Suicide Squad today and the new the the new Snyder cut uh, of Justice League. And every time he was in the movie, it was just oh, just painful, painful, horrible. Even I don't give a fuck if they take the tattoos off of him; it doesn't make his portrayal any better. Yeah, that's horrible. It was terribly written and terribly acted, and it was so bad that Will Smith didn't even want to be attached to the projects anymore. Come on, Will Smith's like the nicest dude alive. He is. He he is like the. <laughs> he is one of one wholesome motherfucker. Like, Fuck this. Jared Leto has his own fucking cult. Look it up. Go online. He totally yeah, become does. Become a member. He totally does. <laughs> He's a fucking. But anyway, oh, all right, all right. God. Let's let's rein this in. Let's rein this in. Our number one, very obviously, Batman and the Joker. Yeah, from and Alan Tudyk to Mark Hamill to Jack uh, Nicholas, the golfer. I think he was professional golfer. Is that okay? I'm not going to stop today. <laughs> I've noticed. I've noticed. It, you know, it's just, it's been, there's only been one bad depiction of him. Uh, of the Joker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and that's what I'll say. That's fine. When there's been, you know, dozens of portrayals and dozens of different stories 
And this rivalry goes so far back in every depiction of Batman. There is a version of the Joker in yep. every single one. It, and it took a little while in the detective comics and he wasn't exactly the Joker yet. He was still just uh, a mobster, but they got there even with that. Like it goes yeah. back. Far. It, it does. And in I, the 50s I love and 60s. It really starts to blossom. I really love this rivalry because it is truly somebody doing something it's love for it. it I mean, yeah, <laughs> ultimately, you know, you have Batman who is out there to bring justice to a dark world and he wants to do so without killing, without, you know, uh, stooping down to their level. And you have this complete opposite. The Joker is literally there to bring chaos that's it he doesn't have a, a moral code he doesn't have a reason for doing what he's doing besides he wants to just bring chaos and he eventually latches onto the batman and wants to bring him and break him to his level to the joker's level and he nearly succeeds on multiple occasions and just think about this the batman has killed the joker in comic books before Yep. yep, yep. Sooner than the Joker killed the Batman. Yep, yep, like, yep. Wrap your minds around that. Like this, that's that. That's how intense this rivalry is, and it just shows that you know anybody can be broken. But once you're already there, like the Joker, there, there's nothing to break. You can't bring him back and, to and society. You know, you know what killing him brought? What killing Batman brought the Joker? Absolutely nothing. He 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 hated it. Didn't make him happy. Because now he didn't have a plaything anymore. He didn't have his lover. The five know? year old that broke his toy. Yep. No, it was. It's. It's. It's truly the biggest romance. And for the longest, longest time, when the DC universe was gone bad, release another Batman Joker movie. You know. And yep. I mean, it recently, really, it really does boil down to that, doesn't it? <laughs> and, and until recently, it worked. Now it's. I, I'm anything, still curious to see what the what new the Batman is going to be. I, I'm well, still yeah, but the curious. Joker's not in it. Yeah, I mean, he will be eventually. Hopefully, <laughs> well, it's not let's Jared be Leto by then. Everybody's oh, I'm sure like, it won't be. Oh, well, we just let's just change the makeup. Let's change the writing. Change the fucking actor. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, <laughs> you'll do it for anybody else. Find somebody else that can portray the Joker almost as well as Heath Ledger. And I say almost because you're not going to get to that level. You will not no. get to that level. Heath Ledger is by far the best joke. And we've gone over this in another episode of our podcast. But Mark Hamill. Mark, train, aim for Mark Hamill. Yep. Aim for Mark, Mark Hamill. Uh, for live action, Heath Ledger. That's, that's really what it boils down. Mark Hamill, you know? I mean, that's, that's fair. That Heath is fair. Did. That's how Heath Ledger got to where he was. Yeah. It works. But, uh, I mean, shoot. We talked about how Batman killed Joker. The One of the big points where batman killed joker he eventually turned in to the joker he was the batman who laughs yep. and that was some effed up shit man oh i love it i love it absolutely love it if you haven't read yeah. the the what is it the uh metal the metal series, series and, and then, then the, the death, death metal, metal series, series read those that is one of the darkest and most intense storylines you're gonna, gonna read a, a, you can get a graphic novel version at Barnes and Nobles for like twenty bucks that has all the metal yeah. comic books in one. So and then I'm, sh which tells me that they'll probably more do a likely death metal. in a year or so do the same for death metal. Oh yeah, but there you have it, guys. 
our uh, our top five DC hero villain rivalries. Yeah. Oh, um, by the way, uh, did did you watch the Joaquin Phoenix Joker yet? I have. I have. That one was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was it was very different with the the portrayal and stuff, and, and seeing the Joker as the main character. Um, I, I do feel like it humanized him a little bit more than it should have because the Joker isn't meant to be relatable in my opinion, it's based fine. on the comics yeah, and stuff, but it was, it was really good. It was really, it was really good. I did enjoy that. And that's just, you know, touching on the multiverse element of it. You know, you can have yeah. any number of portrayals. W- wasn't one of the portrayals like a dude who got knocked into a vat and of chemicals and then his face got transformed and like, you know, there's so yeah, many different some, some portrayals. Crazy fucking like Robin shit going on too, where he's the fucking king of the underworld or some shit. Yeah, it, it gets weird. But but there you are, guys. Our top five DC hero and villain rivalries. If you have any that you would have liked to see on that list, let us know what they are. Um, I know I'm kind of skipping ahead, and we're not really doing runner ups, but that's there's way too many. And hit there's all mine. They're we're good. They're, and, all the ones I love the most. And, and that's the thing. Like, uh, you know, you touched on a few of them. I guess one of the the few, you know, like Aquaman and Black Manta, but yeah, it's a rivalry technically. Uh, yeah. But that's the thing. Half of the rivalries are between Superman and one other person, other than Lex Luthor or Batman and another villain. That is half of the DC rivalries right there. Uh, there there's so many wonderful one on ones, but these are definitely our favorites. Let us know what yours are. And you can reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can check out our podcast and our interview series on YouTube. You can email us at 2dap2020 at gmail.com. And check us out on Patreon for more extended interviews. And eventually, more content such as... uh, Yeah, our comic book series. (laughs) And eventually... You know, Felix eating bowls of cereal, and we'll release more content on there as as we uh, release and figure out what we want to do. So, thanks so much for listening, guys, and we'll catch you next time. We love you all. We love you. Bye bye.